The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. This is James Schwartz, Game Master on the Dimension Door podcast, which is about a group of heroes who venture to a far-off land to combat an eternal winter which has started to grip the planet and get cursed to save its rightful conqueror from 1400 years ago. This Pathfinder actual play uses Paizo's Reign of Winter adventure path. This is Season 2, Episode 14, The Person Who Did the Thing. Our party finds themselves in homebrew territory. Valdine has been sent on a dream journey to combat his feelings of guilt surrounding the previous death of party member Norm. If this episode piques your interest, you can continue on to Season 2, Episode 15, Rendering, which showcases how we incorporate role-playing into combat. Thank you for listening. We open, not with a normal shot of our party, but with a shot of a single man standing next to a bubbling creek, an empty tree house, in a field of green with sun shining down on his face. It feels warm, it's bright, but it's quiet, except for the rustle of the leaves and the bubbling of the stream. Valdine stands here now. Party vanished, weird druid halfling gone. And he stands by himself. What do you do? Well, Valdine looks around. And doesn't quite know what to make of the situation. Where, where am I? What is this? He walks about a few paces. Over, over the water a little bit. Maybe even kind of dips his hand in and splashes it about, see if it's real. Kind of testing, testing what's around him. Yeah. Looking around. I guess I'll do a perception check if that's yeah. how we're doing this. Go, go for it. Give me a perception check. Yeah, let's roll some dice. That's um, a 29 for Valdine there. You stick your hand in the stream, you give a good look around, and everything seems pretty real. You know, everything is there that you would think would be there, uh, but it all still feels a little bit off. Um, you you almost have an out-of-body experience where, like, you, you bend down and you, you stick your hand in the stream and it's kind of like you see a side-angle view of it reaching down into the water, and it's cool. Like, you get the sensation of cold from the stream, but you don't feel the texture of the water. You don't feel the pressure of it. It's almost like just sticking your hand in a freezer. A nice, icy coldness. Well, this place doesn't seem to be the place I was. I mean, to go, what, what is going on here? And you remember... The ritual. Mm-hmm. You remember Herbert setting out the incense and sitting there just talking with you. And you remember opening your eyes after you didn't hear anything and you were here. What have the night terrors been? 
because we know you've been having them, but I don't know if we've talked about what they are. Yeah, we haven't really described what Valdine's seeing when he wakes up. It goes between a couple different memories for Valdine. Okay. One of which is uh, something from his past of waking up in the dungeon of Opara. Mm-hmm. It emaciated and malnourished and having spent over a year in the dungeon. So this is just this horrible memory of his past and he just lurches awake from that feeling and he's just feeling like um, that darkness creeping back again and that that confinement, that lack of freedom. He's remembering that moment. That's one of the night terrors he has. Okay. Another one is the recent death of Norm at the lodge and being helpless to do what he's been charged with, which is essentially protecting people in this particular case. Uh, Valdine is a mercenary, you know, and that's his calling and what he does. But right now, this group he's with is who he is supposed to defend and keep safe from that kind of harm. And he was essentially rendered helpless in that moment, couldn't do anything, and still racked with guilt about not closing up the window in that upstairs room. Mm-hmm. And so he is kind of revisiting that going down the stairs over and over again. He's like going down the stairs again in the night terror and he's seeing not just Norm dead, but everyone's dead and it's his fault. So those are the two night terrors he's having right now that kind of go on repeat. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So you're standing in this field, you remember the ritual and everything starts to move beneath you. You whip across the landscape just sort of standing still while everything else kind of dematerializes and materializes around you when we see you flying across the frozen wasteland we see you flying over the top of the Kodor mountains all the way through Varicia into Taldor and we find you in Opara and as the landscape transfers to Opara it kind of zooms in and gets dark, and there you are, standing in the dungeon. And you look down, and you see your old emaciated self. Well, now this is a, this is some, oh, Valdine shudders, mm-hmm. thinking back to how he felt in this moment, thinking he would never leave mm-hmm. Opara ever again or see the sun. Well, what am I? What am I to make of this? This is your younger self. Stirs and looks up at you, and you guys make eye contact. Whoa, that's a weird feeling. Yes, it is. And you see him just look you up and down, and he has this kind of like really perplexed look mixed in with just astonishment and awe. What do you say to yourself? This might not make sense to you, but you will make it through this. This is not your end. The things that happen to you happen for a reason. And in this particular case, you're going to appreciate your freedom once you have it again in a way you never understood before. So don't give up. You feel something heavy at your side and looking down you see your pistol Ooh. and you can feel 
the weight of it. Like it feels heavy. Hmm. Starts pulling down on your side a little bit. Your hips slant slightly. And your younger self takes notice of this. And he stands up and he walks over to you and he puts his hand on the gun. And you feel it lighten a little bit. I also put my hand on the gun. Perfect. Valdine does the same. Cool. You do that and you both are able to lift the gun out of the holster and you cock it the younger you aims it at the lock on the cell and it fires and everything freezes for a moment you see the lock has been shattered by the bullet but the sound of the explosion is in slow motion just loud and overhanging everything and we go back well forward in time (laughs) to the high sentinel lodge Mm. and you're upstairs again and you're lying on the floor after getting hit by this color spray and you can see all the glitter and all the sand around you you're not blind Valdine jumps up to his feet and runs down the stairs taking him two steps at a time Valdine you run down the stairs Mm. uh, in the high sentinel lodge and you get to the bottom and unfortunately it's already done you see the body of Norm. What are you guys doing? <laughs> you, oh my you, God. You see everyone else is still asleep. No one's gotten up yet. And you see a ghost of the creature, just a very faint outline, ethereal shape of this creature standing over Norm. And to the side of Norm, you see himself. It's a ghost norm is right there. Essentially. Yeah. And Norm, you're looking down at the body and you see Valdine on the stairs. Norm, this is you. Zach, this is Norm. Okay. With all of the knowledge of everything that has happened between his death up till where we are now in the forest. Assume Norm has been watching the entire time from wherever he may rest. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 can I have a week to prepare? No. Uh, holy crap. And you guys make eye contact. Norm, you know this isn't a, the Valdine of this moment. You know that this is a Valdine from a future moment. But I only see one Valdine. Yes, there is only one Valdine. Is the creature still there? <laughs> the ghost of the creature, yeah. It, everything is frozen in time. And you you see Valdine darting down the stairs two steps at a time. The steps echoing in kind of an ethereal chasm. I can't I can't stop it. There's nothing I can do. This is just It's already happened and I can't I can never fix this. I can't change what went. 
I can't bring back Norm. I can't make Marge happy again. She's just going to be mad. And it's my fault. Norm, I'm sorry for what happened to you. This is really hard. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus. No warning. Like, no warning. I know. I didn't know it was going to go this way either. I, so. I, I, I had a feeling it might, but <sighs> I wanted, I never asked Valdeen what his night terrors were. I assumed this was one of them. And I'm like, nah, we'll just wing it. It'll be fine. I had two of them, so this is one of them. Yeah. Weird. So Norm from like current present day is like watching a flashback. Norm finds himself in this flashback with Valdeen. And I think you also know that he recognizes you. Like, he's not looking at the body lying on the floor. He's looking at you. Oh, Valdeen. You know that we knew from the beginning that this could happen, right? No one blames you. And Marge, Margie is angry right now, but she's not going to be angry forever. I know that. But no matter what, it wasn't your fault. Oh, my goodness. I mean... You didn't, you didn't come down and like slit my throat or anything, did you? I mean, now did you? <laughs> no. That's who I'm gonna, that's really who I want to blame first is that little critter that did that. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I really do, but can't help but feel like I should have done more. I mean, honestly, I think you guys are doing great. You seem to be heading along quite nicely, even without my help. I was just kind of along for the ride anyway, and it was great. I appreciate everything that you did for me. You and Vasilisa and, I mean, even the donkey. Like, you gave us, you gave me a really great last adventure. <sighs> I guess there always is a way to see a, a silver lining, like you would say. <laughs> oh, sure. In, in any snow cloud. Yeah. I mean, that's how I've always thought. This, this still weighs heavy on my heart, but I, it, it seems like you're at peace with what happened. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can see that it's really, really hard on Margie, and that's probably the hardest thing. But I know that eventually she'll be okay. And, you know, if it's any uh, consolation to anyone, it, it all happened so fast. I didn't even really feel it or experience what, what it was, so... Hmm. I'm just kind of here now. If you see the Mr. Bulka on the other side, tell him thank you for taking the burden off of me. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I, I guess I could pass that on for you, sure. Did that affect you? I, I was kind of like in like neutral for a minute there. I couldn't go anywhere oh. and, until Bulka came and, and agreed to help the rest of you guys. But I've moved on. All right. I'll tell him. Anything you want me to say to Marge? Oh, gosh. Just tell her that I'm looking down on her no matter what. I I always spy her. Yeah. Or, all right. I'll, I'll tell her. Thank you, Norm. Of course, Valdine. You have nothing to worry about. Keep your eyes to the future. Don't worry about the past. I'll try to remember that. So you guys uh, finish having this conversation and we see everything start to dim 
for a second. Everything kind of goes black very slowly. Uh, Valdine, you are experiencing a tunnel vision effect, essentially. And once things finally go completely dark, your vision snaps back. Everything is bright. It's almost overwhelmingly so. Uh, As your eyes come into focus, you are looking at Herbert and the rest of the party back in the meadow. Whoa, who made it so bright all the... Oh, gosh, I can barely see a thing. Is the sun shining brighter than it was a few minutes ago? No. It feels about the same to me. Oh, good, you're back. Well, where where did I go? How did it all go? Oh, well, I might need a couple hours to unpack that. Well, I don't, I don't know if I got that amount of time, but <laughs> no. I'd be happy to get a Cliff Notes version if you want to share. Veldian rubs his eyes and tries to like get his vision back and kind of write himself in the, into the moment, being back in the physical world. I, I, I just went somewhere that was like here, but not like here. It was very, it was uh, kind of floaty and different. Didn't quite feel like the real real world but but was it the same like forest well saying? i was i was yeah i was right here i touched the water and i kind of walked around a minute and then all of a sudden i was back in opara and i was in a dark place in my life where i spent a couple of years in the dungeon of opara and i was there seeing myself in the dungeon i, I even kind of sort of had a moment where i helped myself break free from the cell uh, we Myself and I helped, we escaped. It was kind of confusing. You had, I guess you kind of had to see it. But for me, it just made me remember that uh, my spirit can never be really contained and locked down like that time. I was there in that jail cell for years. I thought I'd never see freedom or the sun again. And it made me appreciate where I am now and, and what we have and what, what I have with you guys in this group. I'm... Ah, and Valdine kind of has a, a, a smile that you've never seen before. He kind of actually smiles Aww. and is like Aww. a little, a little wistful almost about like just feeling this overwhelming sense of actual Valdine's probably hasn't experienced this very often. He's slightly happy <gasps> and he's like kind of looking around at you guys and <clears throat> it's a good place to be right now is, is much better than being imprisoned for sure. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And that was one of my night terrors that kept coming back was being in prison. And, and um, it wasn't the worst one, though. I, I, and, and Polka, I've got to tell you something. And Marge, I have something to tell you, too, that, that kind of comes from this experience that I just had in this dream state. I, I, um, I was whisked to the Sentinel Lodge where we lost Norm. And that's something else that's been playing every night in my head is this that moment when I came down the stairs and I saw what had happened and what I what I couldn't prevent and what I blamed myself for was losing Norm. And while I was standing there in that same moment, in that same room, I saw Norm. And Norm and I talked. We had a whole conversation. And he let me know that part of life is letting go of things and people get to experience the 
part of life they're here for, and then they move on. And Norm, Norm wanted me to tell you, Marge, that he spies you from where he is now. He still be spying you. Marge looks down at the ground and then just turns around and kind of runs. Valdean gets a little towards the river, teary-eyed oh. as he's talking. He looks over at Bolka. Bolka, you don't know maybe, or maybe you do as a spiritual man, but you, you essentially freed Norm from being stuck. You took on the burden that was holding him from moving on. Oh. And you now carried that burden. He thanks you for it. And Norm told me to look to the future and stop looking to the past. I, I want to look back at Marge and make sure she's not like drowning herself. <laughs> yeah. No, she's, no, so yeah. cool. <laughs> she's on her knees at the edge of the river, just crying. Okay. Uh, Vasilisa is <sighs> going to kind of edge over and not not try to like interfere with Marge's grief process, no, but, but just get, pass get her. <laughs> no, she's she's passing her one of her like scarves and and just kind of sitting back and giving her some space but not too much space you know just in case she'll take the scarf and start dabbing her eyes Valdine kind of wipes away tries to stoic himself a little and wipe away some of the tears and emotion put back on his <clears throat> his typical more controlled demeanor and well thank thank you Herbert I I think that uh I think I'm all better now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, James, real quick. Yeah, rem- remind everyone what Herbert looks like right now. <laughs> he naked. No, he put he's, he put he's on, wearing a sack. Oh, he's I thought he took a... off the sack and replaced it with something else, didn't he? Oh, he it's the off... Andy Haversack. Yeah, he. No. no, no, no. This is the the bag from from the, the, the oh robe yeah, of, the robe, robe of useful sack items. Yeah. from yeah. the robe of useful. Yeah, he's wearing items. The, sack, the sack, put on the sack. And he yeah. has some other. Like... Yeah, he's wearing basically a burlap sack <laughs> yeah. as a onesie, and he's like a little old gnome. Yeah, he's no, oh, he's, no a, he's a halfling. A halfling. Yeah, he's an older halfling, um, and he also has a ten foot pole, just like just happy with it. And there was one other item that. I don't remember because I shit mirror. at mirror. notes. And a he has mirror. a mirror. He has a mirror. Yep. <laughs> a big, tall mirror strapped to his back. That's a drawing for somebody if you want to tackle that one. Yep. <laughs> that's what he looks like. And I just... Uh, now I have a good, now I have a good cool. mental that's, picture. That's neat. <laughs> Glad it worked for you. Uh, yep. Well. <clears throat> so you guys want to... You want to live here with me forever? No, we are spending one night, Herbert. Oh. One night. That's, that's, that's good. It's going to be a fun night. And he gives you a wink. Oh. Mm, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, we, have, we have to get some rest there, Herbert. We, we've got a, um, a plan to go somewhere. All right. That's cool. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and he bites into an apple that he just picks up off the ground. He's like, oh yeah, there's just fruit, fruit. There's there's just right everywhere fruit from the horn of plenty. Yeah, yeah he just <laughs> emptied it like Every- a pile of fruit, like a produce truck tipped yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. 
Well, I want to go check on Marge a little bit, but like from you a, do from that. a distance. From a distance. From okay, a distance. roll perception minus Marge five for the distance. Just fine <laughs> over there. <laughs> Like, how are you doing, Marge? <laughs> I don't want to get too close. I don't want to upset you. I'm not really gonna roll a perception, am I? No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> you're fine. The GM you said can, it. You can roll role play it out. The you're GM fine. said it. I thought I had to do it. <laughs> so does she when we walk up, does she look composed? Uh not really. Mm-hmm. She's just sitting looking down holding Vesely's scarf in her hands and you can't probably really see her face much because she's more curled into herself hmm. what the fuck did you do to her <laughs> I, just, I just was kind of a, a dick move I guess I, I didn't not, that's not shit well I, you were supposed to help me now you're making me feel bad again well, I'm sorry it's it's not my fault let's, let's, no, hold that, on hold on let's go over here uh, and Herbert walks over to you Marge and he goes uh, do, you, do you are you uh, do you, you want me to knock you out and make you go on a spirit journey just <laughs> like your your friend did over there I mean he seemed troubled and that helped him so maybe it'll help you Vasilisa's face goes through so many expressions. <laughs> she hears, do you want me to knock you out? She eyes the 10-foot pole. She goes, wait, and starts writing herself. He continues to say spirit journey. She settles back. She- and, and you see he has a, a, one of the incense twigs that he made, and he like sticks a finger in his ear, and he pulls out a big glob of earwax and just like wipes it on it and like tr- starts to mold it a bit better. And he's just like direct eye contact with you this entire time. He's like, we can do oh, it. She's not again. making direct eye contact with anybody. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He's staring, He's staring at face. <laughs> and everyone who looks at Herbert, his eyes aren't blinking. They're not moving. They're just staring at you. He's like, I can help you too, maybe. She shakes her head. No. Oh, all right. Well, would you like a pair? Yeah, I'll just leave you a pair. And then she stands up. I just need a little, I need a little time. And then she starts walking down the river. Where's Ghost? Because if Ghost isn't there, I'd want to go like Send bring Ghost, Ghost over. <laughs> yeah. Like she, feel like she needs. I imagine Ghost would be nearby. Yeah. Not really knowing what's going on. Yeah. Dynamics just changed kind of drastically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think Ghost is kind of off to the side. And as you start to walk off, Ghost is going to follow behind you like 30 feet. Just like keep you in sight, but also give you space until you tell Ghost to come Come. or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Or back off. Get the fuck out of here, Ghost. Ghost (laughs) runs away crying. (laughs) Everyone starts crying because it's such a sad sight. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't think she would do that. At least not at this point. (laughs) I can't promise Mm -hmm. the future, but... Fasilisa is awkwardly shooting glances towards Kappa, the other recent widow, and she's like, is this, how's Kappa doing? <laughs> is everybody, is everyone crying? Is it, <laughs> is Kappa wondering if her husband too Kappa, spies her from Kappa the great beyond? Kappa is just like oh. holding on to her kiddos. Oh shit, the kids are there too. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just they saw like, a naked halfling. <laughs> they saw a naked lots of us we were having a great swim earlier it's true so were they um yeah it's just they, they, they're there so scary everyone's just kind of like 
They're having a snack. They're just off to the side watching like, like okay, this is some personal shit that we weren't around for. We feel like we shouldn't butt in. <laughs> this is this is your guys' situation. Uh, we haven't been invited to the conversation and it's personal. So we're just going to stand over here <laughs> very bit. awkwardly. Yeah. yeah, that checks out. Yeah. And Boca's kind of in that same at least a similar boat because he met you guys after the fact yeah. and it's just been like oh this is a brand new widow um and she's gonna have to go through some stuff and he knows that but he's not gonna like he's not gonna presume to presume to be able to comfort her or anything yeah. he definitely doesn't want to make her feel like she's doing anything wrong so he's just kind of giving her her space as vasalisa eyes kappa and the kids she she also sees gary and thinks oh wait and looks at Herbert and partly to distract him from staring deeply at Marge, she <laughs> says, Oh, Herbert. Yeah. Uh, I don't know uh, how powerful of a druid you are individually, but could you do something about maybe missing finger digits? Well, let me see if I know the spell regenerate. Oh, yes, because uh, Gary here, you may have noticed, had a very bad day in the past few days here. Last week was not so good for him. Or any of us, as you've noticed. <laughs> Just has to be on the list. And he has to be super high level. It's a high level spell. He He's level pretty tough. But yeah, that's why high. I thought I, yeah. I should ask. Also, on a meta note that only our Patreon patrons know about, I'm interested to see Gary's response if someone can cast Regenerate on him. Whoa. Oh, but I'm not going to say more because I don't want to spoil it. You all have to pay $5 to find out what. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen other members uh, do that kind of thing before, but uh, I've never done it. I don't know if I can. I got a cousin who might be able You, you still got the fingers? Still got the, the wigglies? Uh, no, uh, unfortunately, I don't no, get they were, uh, I, I left them in the snow. Oh. Tough luck? Nope, can't do it. I mean, you, you maybe could that, have maybe if you had I the fingers. I know someone who might have been able to do it if we had oh. the fingers, but uh, if you don't got the fingers, then it's gonna be it's it's a it's a, a hard one. Uh, the the leader of the order might be able to do it, but I don't know where where she is right now. Do you have a way of communicating with your order and? Like stuff? I mean, like we I, I, kinda. I could send them messages or little foresty creatures and stuff, but oh, we we yeah. have a place where we meet up every once in a while. Is it? And Vasilisa groans heavily. Is it in Irison? Yeah. Ugh. Everything is in Irison. I hate it right now. Yeah, everything in Irison's in Irison. That's kind of how it works, but uh. I'm sorry, Gary. I don't think I can do anything for your for your fingies. Uh, that is okay. Uh, thank you for asking, though. Um, I'm sure it will. At least go you have a, a, a couple. You know, like you got you got the thumb, right? Yes, I I do have a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I so, got a thumb, and I have a another full hand. Hooray! I'm sorry. I blame Bulka, though. Vasilisa whispers and like winks a little. But 
Polka is... The reason that you had your fingers cut off. Yeah, I uh, watched no, I it through a window. I don't I think saw so. The, the, the captain did that. That wasn't Bulka's fault. Okay, yes. The person that did the bad thing. We've established this now. Something new Valdine's learned. Well, it's, it's, the person it's, that did the bad thing is the one responsible, not someone else who was tangentially related. Yeah, the guard you know, captain was fair. a piece of shit. And honestly, I had it coming to me. Ah, so no, Gary. Why would you have that coming to I, you? I did a lot of bad things as a guard uh, that you're supposed to do when you are a guard, but... Uh, Gary, now you can look to the future, though, like me. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're looking forward, not at back at the past of the things that are yes, bad. Yes, that's right. In the future, I get to see uh, my family. Right, yeah. And Remember that. Focus yes. on that. Yes. Yes. Valdine glares at Vasilisa. Oh, look, I... Okay. <laughs> Maybe I too need some variety of spirit journey, I guess. But I'm not letting Herbert do it. Sorry. That couldn't hurt. Wow. It's a little... A little pointed, but okay. Solo sessions are scary, though. <laughs> <laughs> so true. All right. Uh, yep. Okay, gonna eat a banana now. This is probably his first banana. Yeah. Do you need help peeling that banana, Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Valdine assists Carrie so he can enjoy the banana. Hooray. <sighs> yep, here we are. All right. Later, I will teach you to crack egg. It's possible to crack egg just one hand. <laughs> I've been I've been practicing that. I'm good at it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun one. He learned one from watching Audrey Hepburn get taught how to do it in Sabrina. Oh. Yep. Yeah. One, yeah. Two, three. The teenage crack. witch. It's all in the wrist. <laughs> yeah. What's up with Marge going on a little walk? On a walkie poo. How far away is she going? White throne. Um, wow. Okay. And, she's going for yeah, it. She's just like, Get it, Marge. Oh, fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on with Marge? Uh, I she think, kind of wanders off. I take it everyone lets her. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I cool. mean, probably. A good if idea. it seems like that's what she needs in the moment. Yeah. She's just going to follow the river far enough down to just out of sight. Boy, her head is all over the place. You can still see Ghost kind of like a bit of a ways back, just kind of following along. And when you stop, Ghost stops and just kind of sits down. She'll sit down and motion Ghost over. Cool. Ghost comes over. I want you to roll me a perception check, Marge. Okay. 23. Okay. He's rolling. He's, dice. Yeah, he's rolling way too many dice over there. He needs to stop that. Stealth checks for like a dozen somethings. Right. Yeah. No, you're you're good. Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Those were the sounds of everything being fine. I think your heart is probably racing a little bit, mm-hmm. and you your senses feel kind of heightened because you just had a really big like adrenaline rush yeah. however traumatic it was right so like your your ears are kind of a bit more twitchy and you can feel the grass a little bit better all the sounds have been amplified and you're just sitting there with ghost yeah i think it might take her a few sitting there i think she's just in her head yeah um but she will be she'll be petting ghost okay as she sits there what's everyone else up to so that was weird um maybe I mean, he feels good that the spirit actually thanked him. Yeah. 
But man, it just makes him feel so weird about Marge. Because he feels connected to it in a way that he like had no intention mm-hmm. and doesn't really fully understand. He might just be hanging out with Orm and Yoli. Cool. He's playing with like the, kids. the people, the people that he's comfortable with, and he yeah. knows because this is. He, he feels like everything's kind of delicate and fragile, and he doesn't want to upset it further. Yeah, he feels like he needs to just kind of watch and see if he feels eventually that he is needed. But right now, he's just trying to stay out of the way. Honestly, okay. What Marge is going through is very related to love, but it's like not his, not his wheelhouse. Yeah. Mm. Vasilisa, what are you up to? Huh? Vasilisa is just kind of keeping in a vague eye on everything but while it's like a comfortable summer-like place she's going to pull out her nice haro box with the mat and and just spread out her haro and she's just gonna kind of sit and chill with her deck okay because she has been forced to do that when it's freaking cold and stupid early because she does it before they travel, so she's just going to do it just to kind of enjoy some time with her cards in the middle of the day. Nice. Valdine. Valdine's doing a quick uh, just once over Val's gear, cleaning okay. up his gun, making sure his gun's working properly. A bit more pep in his step this time. Yep. So technically, Valdine and Vasilisa are both managing their weapons. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Very neat. Um, Marge, how long do you stay out by the river? Oh, uh, what time is it again? Is it still? Because I know we said we would normally have a few more hours of travel, but it was like it's afternoon. late afternoon. Yeah, it's late afternoon, yeah. late afternoon. Um, so the sun is still still up for a little bit. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. probably one or two more hours. Okay, it, she might take her time, like thirty, forty-five minutes, um, something like that. It's, okay. It wouldn't be a quick, like ten-minute thing or anything. I think she'd be there for a little bit. He's playing with his dice again. He's just doing that to mess with us. <laughs> it's just how many fish swim past you while you're yeah. there. Right? Yeah. yeah. At least one. Do the fish Woo. talk to you? Are they bevel fish? Hi there, Marge. My name's Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I like to blow bubbles. It turns out it's just Herbert, and he's wild-shaped again. <laughs> she takes her spear. Ah, dinner. <laughs> Why have you wounded me, Marge? We want to be friends. <laughs> Does the spear of Manhunter kind of work on a halfling? Like a little bit? <laughs> Only halfway works. Halfway, halfway works. Yeah. Okay, so Marge is gone for like 45 minutes. Uh, sun starts to get lower and lower. Herbert is just playing with his big ass stick. Poking things with it from ten feet away, he's like, "Not an ass <laughs> stick. It's not hyphenated. Right? <laughs> this is wonderful. Good trade. Good trade." <sighs> and since the sun is starting to go down, when she comes back, she'll probably come back just silently, start setting up her tent. Okay, cool. You come back, start silently setting up your tent. Uh, Gary and Kappa have already set up kind of respective areas, and they have a little fire starting to go. I'm going to go see if she needs any help. Oh, welcome back, Maruj. Can I assist you with your tent? Oh, oh I'm, I'm good, thanks. Okay, well, if, if you need any help, I, if, you need, uh, if you need any food, I believe I know where you can find some. <laughs> the pile of produce just <laughs> lurks in the background. Yeah, you guys look over and there's a, a couple bats just starting to, like, pick through the fruit. 
<laughs> There's plenty there. <laughs> She'll just kind of nod and, and keep working. Okay. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty solemn evening. Yeah. Uh, much Whose stuff. fault is that, James? <laughs> Fucking Herbert, man. <laughs> yeah, the person that did the, the person thing that did the thing. Not the other guy who was nearby. <laughs> um, and Herbert's kind of, kind of like he's like, yeah. And he sees everyone's kind of saying, he's like, no. no. <laughs> he's reading the room. Okay. He's reading good, the room good finally, job, and he's like, I'm gonna fix my house and go to bed. If anything happens, just scream real loud, and I'll hopefully be able to do something. It, is there any kind of predators you're worried about no, in here? No, I okay. don't think so. All All right. Right. I mean, there's animals. There's like probably some lions and some bears. Well, that oh can be pretty scary. There's the morgues. I mean, they're all just normal animals. And remember, I'll just be in this cabin over here all alone. And he, like, gives the crowd a once-over, and he's like, by myself in that <laughs> very spacious cabin where no one can see me oh. in my comfy, comfy haystack. <laughs> I mean, Bolka can still see you. Bolka sees but all. Be, be careful, because I sleep naked. Wink. We're Just all kidding. Trying to kidding. A- avoid eye contact. <laughs> all right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Just looking if anyone me. gets lonely. All right. <laughs> I don't think Bulk is avoiding eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> he understands and, and this. And Herbert's just like walking backwards slowly and he gets into his little stick treehouse and he closes the garage and goes, Oh, wow. Look how nice it is in here. <laughs> sure looks better than a tent. Ooh, and who's this sexy, sexy halfling? <laughs> He's just bragging now. He... <laughs> Still no takers? <laughs> well, you can't blame me for trying. Good night. <laughs> wink. <laughs> he, says, he says the word wink? Yeah, yeah word that's, wink. that's fantastic. Vasilisa is considering just setting the bear trap directly outside of her tent. You know, just in case. I feel like this this might bring Marge and Vasilisa closer together. We're both going to be sad sacks or we're... Well, it's like the people who Norm's ghost didn't appear to and have yeah, messages for I... and talk to. Like, Bulk is so important <laughs> and Valdine's so important that Norm just wants to hang out with them and have conversations post-mortem. I'm sorry, is the spirit world sexist? <laughs> <laughs> I just get along better with dudes. dudes. Talking with uh, dudes. Uh, um, <laughs> mm, no comment. <laughs> well, shit, now I feel bad. <laughs> Am I sexist? <laughs> Fuck. No, I think it just happened to go that way. Mm-hmm. And Marge wakes up and has a present. <laughs> and look, Vasilisa, it's jo- Joseph. He's here now. Woo! <laughs> All better. <laughs> um, so once Marge's tent is set up, does she just go to bed? Um, What's everyone else doing? Herbert's, Herbert's locked himself away in his pervert hut. Okay. Do we need to set up a watch? Valdine regrets asking out loud. Yes, obviously. We may forget it for a moment because we are in the middle of this beautiful druid-created 
space, but we are still in the middle of Erison too. And I think Vasalisa will always need a watch for a while. Always for forever, uh, you mean? No, who sleeps without having their back watched? I'm already regretting the years in Heldren of not just, you know, being ready for anything, but at least I had a door, you know? But the goddess has our back. Like, even while we are sleeping, she knows when we are awake, she knows if we've been bad or good. She is always watching our back. Oh, yes. All of the many gods and goddesses definitely never let anything bad happen to anybody. Volka is definitely the most powerful deity. I mean, come on. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Fricks! <laughs> What's going on? I'm here. I've always been here. I've just been, you know, you guys have been dealing with your own shit. And I don't feel like I should be involved, even if I was there when it happened you guys didn't like me then so i'm just <laughs> honestly they have known you longer than they know me that's true but they liked you first i don't know if they uh, i don't mean to talk like none of you are here no i um, mean technically they don't like me yet. they did that's seem okay. to hate you when you first showed yeah, up in Wildsby. i think they still do which was is, already okay. in erison when the Sentinel Lodge sad stuff happened with Norm, though. Yeah, I just, oh. I wasn't, I, I wasn't there. We couldn't you blame you specifically. I mean, you could, and I wouldn't bl- blame you if you did. I get well, it. Like, it's, it's, look, no, it's, it's, if no, I'm it's, not no, allowed I'm to blame Bolka for Gary, then I definitely don't think anyone's allowed to blame you for Norm. Obviously. Unless you're the person who did the thing. Because if you're the person who did the thing, you get Yeah, the if you guys are going to keep saying Norm's name over and over again, she is just going to go into her tent. <laughs> Marge. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I feel shame. I mean, it's like... Oh, just I, like, I just... Right. No, it's, it's fine. I, no, it's not... Yep. Takes a long sip out of a thimble. <laughs> is it coffee this late at night? Just... <laughs> Zach's <laughs> face right now. <laughs> he's just—he's waiting for us to make eye contact with him. I'm not doing it. Again. Uh, so, can I ask a? Uh, this is Zach talking. Is Vasilisa still like um, her heightened paranoia? Is she extra paranoid still? Yes. Okay. Like, that, that's her why normal was... paranoia is higher than usual. Look, if you're going to yes. keep saying norm, Marge is just going to... I... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> her usual state <laughs> of ratful paranoia. Worse. Uh, okay, because, yeah, that's yeah. why that's why Bulka was like, I think we always need to have a watch. It's because he can, he can tell, he like, can you're, tell. Just, you're just extra. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't trust anyone. Like, I do not think she even trusts the party. I mean... Some more than others, I guess. Uh, Vasilisa is going to strongly suggest that no one else go to bed without planning a watch. And then she's going to try and enlist Hatch in helping her squish some of these fruits into her water skins to make some fruit punch that we can take on the road. Because you can't waste good fresh stuff. Mm. Yeah, he starts punching some fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom. 
helping my friend. <laughs> and I have Everclear. We can add a little, just a little bit of Everclear. Oh, you know, Hatch. Mm-hmm. We could start a juice business. Okay. You know? Yeah. <gasps> Sell it for. I wonder money. what it would be mm-hmm. like to mix some of this fruit with some of the far too plentiful ice. Like a fruit ice. Maybe it would make ice less stupid. You combine the fruit with the ice and you mush it up. You call it a mushy. <gasps> a mushy? A mushy. Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. You want me to go get some ice? I'm still vaguely considering how we are infiltrating White Throne. And we could just be very obviously trying to sell a bunch of silver ingots that we definitely didn't steal from witches. But also, maybe safer to be, I don't know, mushy merchants. But that sounds silly when I say yeah. it out loud. Once we get to Elsprin, uh, we will have a better idea of how to get into the White Throne. We should make our plan once we get there. That's what we, I think we're going to meet up with True. some folks, yes, perhaps. That we there. do yes. not have all the information uh, fear, fear. They will give us more when we get there, and we will. We will be do. whatever our papers say we are. We yes. can do some reconnaissance yes. once we're there too. I do appreciate knowing what I am walking into. So it's usually a good plan. Yes. Uh, well, I'm pretty tired. I think I'm gonna go sleep, take a nap for the night. Yuki, uh. Mm. You will take la- well, you will take last watch. I am sure. No, I mean, I do just like to, you know, have the morning to myself with some tea and my cards, and you know, last watch is my favorite. So yes, I would like to please. We don't need to maybe tell Marge about watch, but like we'll just wake her up in his return. If you'd like, maybe Marge and I can do watch together so that she doesn't get interrupted in the middle. So of she the will night. go last. Okay. Yeah. I do not mind. I can go second if if you maybe Gary and Valdin would like to go first. Is okay. Valdin already said he's going to bed. I oh, okay. think maybe we well, switch I mean, it I, up. I will do. I will I do have some coffee. Sure, I don't care. No, Valdin, that what? will mess with your sleep schedule. You have yeah, to probably. take care of your health the same way you take care of your mental health. Mm. Go to bed. All right. And uh, maybe Bolka. I will go first. I will wake you up in in enough hours. Okay. Sounds Who good. would like to watch with Bolka? Are we still doing the the Vricks? He visors his his brow with his the palm of his hand. He kind of like looks at the entire party. Like anyone, any takers? No one wants to hang out with me. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> uh. Uh. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Uh, if there, there's a halfling, I think that will do that for with you. you. <laughs> 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 uh, I can be on watch with you. Uh, yes, I can. I can as well. Uh, wherever you guys need us to stick in. Yeah, I mean that's why we're here. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. And there we go. All the NPCs. <laughs> well, I think Gary will probably go with Valdine. They've been playing cards and teaching each other languages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whoever wants to come with Bolka is okay. I, I, Hatch or Kappa or uh, Vrix. I don't know. V- Vasilisa, she still, she still wants you on her watch. No, she said she's going to take Marge on her watch. So Vrix, mm-hmm. you can go. I think whatever. And thus begins the watch. We start with Bolka, Kappa, and Hatch. 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 Perceptions? Uh, yeah, let's get perceptions from everyone on your watches. I need two perception checks each. First watch, I got a 17 and a 16. 
And I would use my watch to talk to Kappa and comfort her a little bit and, and ask her to help keep an eye on Marge since she knows what she's going through. Okay. We'll role play that in a minute. Oh, you want more? You want more? I mean, you haven't asked enough you, of me already you, today emotionally. Well, if you don't want to do it, just <sighs> we cannot. No, I no, came, it, I came here to play. You're, you know, you you're right. You're so right. You said this is what I do, and that's what happens. And I'm like, oh, well, we can. Well, no, let's. You're right. You're right. It just happens. <laughs> I just feel like this episode has already been like an emotional drain on a lot of yeah, people. So I was kind of I'm trying to fair. get us to some combat or that's, something. That's fair. Uh, I need everyone yeah. else's perceptions still. Ooh. You're the next one. Okay. Oh, we're rolling all the watches at once. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh. 21 for Valdine. And your second? Two of them. 24 for my second one. Okay. Nice. Vasilisa, March, Ghost. 27 for Marge's first. 16 for her second. And Ghost. 16 for Ghost's first. Mm. 22 for Ghost Second. Vasilisa got six and ten. Well, it's a good thing. We're kind of like, yeah, Marge I'm and Ghost got opposite. You to watch. Because <laughs> Marge's first one is great and Ghost is not so good. The Ghost's At second one is great one and Marge is not so good. One person has it handled on our watch, I Somehow, think. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> 20s at least. I'm worried we're going to hear strange sounds out of Herbert's hut. Uh. <laughs> So you want to roll low perception then. <laughs> right? Vasilisa's deliberately yeah. not paying that much. No, I, I can see James doing that, making an elaborate oh. chart to, for everyone to roll on just to see like how much of the masturbating you hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <Oof>. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. So everyone has their watch. We start in the midst of the night. It's nice and warm. You guys don't need your heavy winter blankets. Maybe oh. some of you leave your flaps open to let a nice breeze come in to help cool you down. We know Herbert does. In this nice <laughs> sort of... Oh, yeah. Open, <laughs> open flaps. Open flaps for sure. Open window, open door policy, <laughs> uh, open like, legs. Just like Bruno Mars. And we get to our first watch with Bulka, Kappa, and Hatch. And, and Bulka, what is it that you and Kappa decided you wanted to talk about? Oh, we wanted to do rich, deep role play about how sad she is. Is that okay? <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. Polka, I am just so sad. Oh, no. I miss my husband. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to tell her, uh, honestly, to, to keep a lookout. Just, just keep an eye on Marge because she is going through the same thing. And I think she would appreciate someone to relate to in a way that I cannot and many others here cannot help. I'm getting a call from Sunridge Resort. Ooh, you probably oh. won a free stay. I guess. Oh, that Dude, that'll be, that's going to be so much fun. You guys are going to have a blast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah, you guys have a nice oh. little heart-to-heart, and it ends with Kappa hugging you. Oh, that's very sweet. It is very sweet. And then you guys go and you wake up the next watch. Valdine, Gary... Vricks. The bro squad. Yep. Rolling in. Valdine and Gary, you guys have had kind of a rapport growing with your watches. You kind of fall back into the, the same sort of rhythm. Is Valdine acting any differently now? You, you, you need to let me know. Yeah. Is what happened resolving of your night terrors? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think that was a 
significant enough an adventure to go on to okay. Yay. Good, 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 good. go okay. clear cool. that up uh so is the interaction between you and gary and Vrix any different now yeah, I would think with Vrix joining the two of us, because Gary and I have been just the two of us hanging out. Yeah. Now, now Vrix in the mix there. <laughs> I like that. I mean, it's going to be different playing one-handed poker with uh, with Vrix joining the, the game. Yeah. Gary's been used to one-handed poker for a while. You're okay with that? Oh, uh, yes. Why wouldn't I be? I mean, it just seems kind of weird that, you know, you guys are playing one-handed poker. And Vrix just stares poignantly <laughs> at Gary's hand with missing fingers and goes... No, uh, Vrix, it is the name of the game. It is not meant as a... It is a game not made for me in my one hand. It is just called One-Handed Poker. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. The game's been around for a long time, long gotcha. before he had one hand. Gotcha. Well, he, he has doesn't two mind. hands. Sorry. Okay. Cool. I'm not there, but he does. <laughs> Polka feels resentful in his sleep. <laughs> um, so you guys are, are sitting... Do you have a fire going? You don't really need it for warmth. Finally, yeah. for once, you probably can just not. Have I don't light think we'd have. You guys have maybe a torch out, yeah, or you know the moon could be bright enough that it's just nice dim light. Is it a full moon? Should we be looking out for werewolves? <laughs> I I think we'd probably have a torch or two, but that's okay. probably as far okay. as we've gone. Perfect. If we don't need warmth. Yeah. Awesome. And you guys uh, exist. <laughs> well that's um, good to know yeah, you exist Yay. and you are all sitting there you're explaining the rules to Vrix and uh, you kind of take a look around Valdine. you hear something rustle you look over and peeking out from one of the trees is a wolf hey, Gary you see that yes. wolf? You see that wolf over there? Not right, right in the tree line, right there. Uh, yes. Is, he, is that stalking us? Or is I it just? Do, I do not know. You're looking at this wolf, and you see around the neck is a collar. <gasps> what could possibly be going on? <laughs> is this simply Herbert the pervert wearing some BDSM gear polymorphed <laughs> as a puppy? Wow. I sure hope not. It's probably something else. Better I guess be. we'll have to figure out what lurks behind the tree next time. <laughs> <laughs> What would be more terrible, though? Yeah. Oh, boy. Is there anything worse you than what I know. just described? No. It's oh. the familiar of a winter witch. Hands down oh. worse. Oh, yeah. I yeah, suppose that's that fair. Would, Wait, you can have a wolf as a familiar? Like a full-sized wolf? What? Maybe. I don't know. You can have foxes. You can Who have knows goats. what James will do? We, and then right? we already established it was a full moon and you there was werewolves. You can have cards. <laughs> it's true. Thank you for listening to the Dimension Door podcast. You just listened to Season 2, Episode 14, The Person Who Did the Thing. This winning title was suggested by our very own Amanda. If you want early access and voting privileges, you can join the ranks of our wonderful patrons. Speaking of, a wonderful and hearty thank you to our executive producers, David Lester and Callie Rose. Our editing and music is by Zach Kreitler, and our bumper tracks are from MDK Music, some spell effects from Sirenscape.